This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Talk Talk Show, sponsored by Small Affordable Cars. I'm Paul Hickies. And I'm Claire Giblin. And tonight we're joined by Alan Watson. Good evening. Mark Meredith. Good evening, all. Mr. Fixer Craig Courtney. Good evening. Mark Adams. Big thumbs up from me. Good evening. Chris Brown, the main man. Good evening. So, yeah, so we get a 2-2, very entertaining game on Saturday, I thought. I thoroughly enjoyed it, even though we didn't... I never enjoy it when we don't win, usually, but um, I did actually thoroughly enjoy the game, and um, I thought we were well worth the point in the end. And from two sides of the sort of uh, story, I thought there were two really good goals we scored, obviously, from an attacking point of view, and the two goals that we conceded were pretty poor from a defensive point of view. But uh, we'll start with you, Claire. Give us your thoughts. Um, I think... Well, everyone was buzzing, I think, when they walked into the stadium. It had a totally different feel compared to weeks before. Um, I think we played well. I think we yeah. kept the ball well. Um, it did make me laugh because I think that we were doing what Rooney wanted us to do, like play out from the back. We had high tempo, press. And I do think Hogan had a really good game. Um, did. did he have many chances? No. Did he work hard? Yes. And I think with the press, I think he did really well. I couldn't believe it when he tried an overhead kick. I think, you know, that's one for the... Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll write that one down because I didn't think i have ever see that. Um, we just didn't take, take our chances. If we had taken our chances in the first half, we could have been three or four nil up. Yeah, that's where, you know, they had two chances and scored and we had however many, you know, in the first half. But yeah. I'm glad uh, JJ got a goal and Dembele looked back to his best. I think how it looked on paper is really good as well. I think having the right back far up, but it's nice to see there was like a back three. So instead yeah. of pushing both full backs up, you actually had, it was solid. So th- we've got to build on this. I think tomorrow we'll see a lot of the, um, the fringe players and the players that, you know, haven't been in. But I think he brought on the subs to see who was around and what they were like coming on but I think he'll do that for the next couple of games and then he'll have his certain players but 
really happy to to take that and build on it from tomorrow. I think the biggest thing that jumped out to me was when it comes out from the goalkeeper now, it goes forward, doesn't it? It doesn't go sideways. It doesn't go across our penalty box. You know, and we were doing that a lot, lot less than what we did under, obviously, Rooney. And every time now Drama or Buchanan got the ball, they were looking, weren't they? They were looking for Stansfield or he was looking for Dembele and he was looking to play that forward pass, which is so much better than just watching us tap it round the edge of our own penalty box, which drove me up the wall and always has. So, uh, but yeah, Mark Meredith, give us your thoughts, mate. Yeah, listen, I agree with you and Claire. You know, the attitude was better. You could see that from the start, you know, from the fans and from the players. Um, I think, we, you know, we had more drive to to go and play and push and, and really get the result. I think, you know, looking at that two weeks ago, if, you did two, if you're 2-1 down going into the 97th minute, it's, it's pretty dead around the place. Yeah. Um, you know, people are ready to go home. We've, we've probably lost the game. The players look a little bit push and start so it's really nice to see that push and when I actually when I was watching obviously watching on the TV here um, seeing eight minutes go up on the board I I still had that feeling that there was another chance in the game Yeah. Uh, so obviously James has come on and and scored a great one but as I said just I think you know Mowbray's come in he's only had a week with them but you can see that he's put a more of a structure in place you know we, mm. we played almost like Rooney like you said like Rooney wants to play with the the high the high press and the fullback but very much more structured very much more um, idea the players have a better idea of what they're trying to do yeah. um, you know when one fullback pushes he pushes on the side of the ball so the other fullback can come in and, and, pre- and uh, protect and that's the biggest thing you know Mowbray's a defender he's, he's going to always have a mind of, of defence first as well as well as, you know, being on the, the front foot and pushing. So I think, you know, it was exciting to see um, Swansea are a decent team, got some good results over the last couple of weeks. So to take a draw, um, although I think we could have won the game. I think we, um, you know, Alan said it last week and I, I totally agree with him. We just, we lacked the finishing touch. Um, we've lacked it for how many years now? Um, we just don't have that two or three goals more in us you know a Dembele great finish for the first one should have scored the second when he's one on one just before half time uh, sorry just after half time um, and that and that's the key things you know you, you you walk away a little bit disappointed but you walk away disappointed I think in a good way and not a bad way this week because um, yeah. I really think that we could have you know maybe uh, maybe stole the game but the big thing for me is we got back into it late um, you've seen the buzz around the place and I, I look forward to so moving forward now, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does tomorrow with some of the players on the fringe, the Andersons and people like that, just to give them a push and see how they do. And then, um, you know, push on in Saturday and really start to get up to the league. And I hate to say this, but <clears throat> seeing Sheffield Wednesday lose and Rotherham lose and QPR lose and people around us, then for me, even though we don't want to look to the bottom, it's, a, it's an extra point gained on them and another yeah. push forward to, to stay away from there. Yeah, definitely. I think one, I'll come back onto the game in a minute, but obviously we had some really big news broke out of the club last week, obviously with Ian Dutton um, announcing that he was leaving the club after 17 years of service. And mm-hmm. one special moment for me was when JJ scored. As you know, I sit just in front of the padded seats, don't I, behind me? And I've turned around when we scored and looked behind me and the first person looking down at me, joining in the celebrations with me and putting his thumb up to me and everything is Ian Dutton. So that was a moment that was pretty special for me after the news that obviously broke last week but I just want to start by thanking him for all his incredible service to the club over all that time and you know I'm hoping in the future we might be able to get him on to have a chat with us but 
you know, right now I just wanted to, you know, top of the show, thank Ian for all his hard work and especially this sort of last, uh, this last sort of 12, 18 months, you know, two years since he's become the MD, I just think he's, he's done an incredible job, hasn't it? Getting us kind of like, or just keeping us going really, shall I say, and you know, he's just such a top bloke and, and, and obviously I think it's going to be a big loss of the club when he does go and wherever he, wherever he ends up going in the future, obviously it'll be a massive gap for his future employers as well. So, um, but yeah, you know, I got a chance to work with Ian way back when he first started at Blues. Obviously, I worked at the club then, um, and he was in the marketing team. And he's, you know, he's a great guy. But the one thing that I love about it is he's one of us. Yeah. You know, there wasn't that many staff that was really invested in, you know, in the club by heart. And I'm not saying that they don't do a good job, but you know that, you know, anybody on this show here, if we, we work there again now, we would do it for the love and the heart of the club. Yeah. And he was one of those guys, and I know he still is. And the fact that he's celebrating with, with the fans and, and yourself on Saturdays, he's celebrating mm. because he's a fan. Yeah. Oh, and I think that one big thing he did say on his, uh, his, his going out talk a little bit was, I'll see you at St. Andrews in the future. You yeah. know, I'll see you in the Tilton or I'll see you wherever, yeah. but yeah. I'm going to be back. You know, I'm a, I'm a supporter. Yeah. I'm going to be back on my sleeve. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let's get back onto the game then, sorry. So, uh, Alan, give us your thoughts, mate. Loved this. Absolutely loved this. Enjoyed the game. Uh, there was good football played. We should have been four up at half-time. And we were a goal, you know, we were 1-1. Uh, but, hey-ho, you know, uh, I'd rather have six or seven chances and only take two than having two and taking one mm. um, because we, we played some some good stuff um, and um, Dembele's goal he just outpaced everybody yeah, uh, you know um, <laughs> yeah the only thing that was annoying me was the bloody referee and the, and the linesman on my side of the pitch which is the main stand were bloody awful and again, we don't want VAR. But if we'd have had VAR, their their second goal would not have stood. He was offside, and only by air's breadth. But you know, he just he just didn't get it. The, the linesman, he wasn't with with his. You know, I, I'll give my famous shout to him. You know, Northern Premiership for you next week, pal, because you're awful. Um, and when you uh, what, what I'm getting at, you, you look at you look at the, the statistics of the game. We drew two two. We had eleven shots, of which eight were on target. They had three, which two were on target, and both went in. Right? They also had twenty one free kicks given against us, compared to their eleven. Now, if you're going to get twenty one to eleven free kicks, you're going to have an awful lot of possession because the the referee keeps giving it to you. Come on, mm. carry on, carry on. Yeah. And when you look at the possession figures, and they're only, uh, it's like 48 52, and I think they slightly had more possession. But they've had 21 free kicks to our 11, so they, th their figures should be 60%. So we've done something right there as well. Uh, and, I, you know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Let's see what we can do tomorrow. Um, yeah. You know, uh, one one day soon we're going to get three or four. Yeah, we and, are, and, and, and yeah. wipe the opposition out. You know, before mm -hmm. half time. 
It's going to happen. I've been watching the highlights of all the games tonight and before I came on. And the defensive uh, shows I've seen by various clubs, it's appalling. Now, the Albion got a report and it said, classy Albion outdo Blackburn. Well, if you look at the three goals that they scored in the first half, the goalkeeper dropped two of them and mm. somebody edited it ed- into the back of... It was chaos, Blackburn's defence. I was thinking, mm-hmm. why don't they play like that against us? You know, uh, the, the the whole game, the whole game, oh, we're awful. They conceded two silly goals. And, and, and each game that come on, I'm thinking, Ipswich. They were out being outplayed and they scored two goals against, um, who was it? Sunderland. Sunderland yeah. were playing them off the park and they lost 2-1. Mm. Uh, and they, they conceded a goal to a five-foot-six bloke from ahead of a corner. Mm. And you had defence ain't that bad, is it? No, no. Dembele's goal. Let me tell you what Dembele's goal reminded me of. Um, and those of us that are old enough to remember, when we beat Blackpool 7-1 on New Year's yeah. Eve in 94, mm. When Louis Donovan ran, yeah, reminded me of Louis Donovan, yeah. Um, that goal, yeah. did, but uh, Mark, talk us through your uh, your thoughts, mate, on the match. On um, well, I mean, pre-game it was just a sense of relief, wasn't it? I mean, walking up, it was just the, the buzz, and people were just it was just pure looking forward to it. It's not a chore again; it's something to look forward to. And um, like we've all said, I mean, it could have been three or four at half time. Um, I thought yeah. two sort of routine goals that we conceded. But um, it should have been four or five two. It shouldn't have mattered really. I mean, like I say, Dembele should have buried his one at the start of the second half. Um, I thought Sunich had a really good game. I think he broke up a few attacks from them. Um, they all put a shift in. I mean, Hogan, to be honest, in my view, he had a better game than Stansfield. Um, yeah, I thought Hogan... Stansfield's better in the middle end than out wide. I think. Yeah, he seemed a bit lost out there. I mean, he still still put the effort in, but you could just tell. I mean, Hogan, well, he deserved a goal. He really did. Mm. Um, yeah, they could but, make a partnership, couldn't they, Hogan and Stansfield? Yeah, I was thinking that. Because we haven't had that. You said it before, Paul. We haven't had that pairing since Shea and Juki. Not It'd be really good that. to have a, have, a, have a good pair. But, mm. um, yeah, really look forward. I mean, tomorrow, all right, it's not going to be a big crowd. We're going to have a few reserves and fringe mm. players. But I'm, I'm, I can't wait for it already. You know, mm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's plus the fact, you know, why not have a, a cup run? You know, it, it could be a, yeah. a bit exciting. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Looking forward to tomorrow and looking forward to, to Saturday against Stoke. Yeah. I think yeah. we, we, owe, we owe them, to be fair. We owe them big time. We do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Can I, can I just oh. mention, uh, one of our midfield players is getting a bit of stick lately from various people, namely Bielik, because what does he do? Well, we saw what he did what he did do when he wasn't there because nobody else could do what he does. And on oh. Saturday, I was particularly interested in his in his play. And you know what? He never gave the ball away once. Not no. with his head, not with his feet. He was surrounded by people trying to get the ball off him and he shook them off and laid it. Not always, you know, not always a brilliant telling pass, but we retain possession. And I think it makes an awful lot of difference when you can pass the ball into the middle of the park and that man can sh- shug off challenges and, and, and lay the ball forward uh, into somebody's path because you keep the momentum going. And, and you know he doesn't have to make world class passes inside the fullback for somebody to run under. He does occasionally, and great. But he's just got to keep that ball. And, and you know, everybody. I'll just say to everybody who's giving him stick. Next time you go to the match, just watch him 
and tell me if he gives the ball away because he I doesn't. Think, no, he did deserve the stick. <clears throat> I think after the Coventry game when they highlighted him jogging back, yeah. I think, but I think we do realise that we need him more than we think, but I think all of them stepped up. And I think that oh, yeah. no way somebody wants to play forward. Like he even said, it's like the left back going, instead of going forward, he went sideways. Now he's not actually saying Buchanan didn't do it. He's just giving it as an example, which is really nice. And it was nice to see that when Sanderson got it and there was pressure, he just hit it forward. Mm. Well, that mm. makes sense. It's like Ruddy, Ruddy got it. And at times he tried to pass it and at times he got rid of it. So I think Billick will be a big player for us. I think I agree with you, Alan. I think he just moves the ball. He just keeps the ball going. And he does that little nitty gritty work that you need. I think mm. um, I'm going to name Billick and Sanderson now. And I think they are better when they've got their mate next to them. So I think Billick is better when he's playing with Sonic. And Sanderson's better when he's got Kevin Long next to him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, you yeah. Just- you beat me to that, Paul. I was going to say, you know, Billich is best, much better with Sonic next to him. And also, you know, we, we, we people went into him in the Coventry game and we mentioned it on the show then. Um, the, style, the style that Rooney was playing didn't suit um, Bellic there. I think Bellic and Sanderson, the two you've just mentioned, are the two that really struggled the most yeah. under that manager. I think, you know, Sanderson's still lacking confidence for me. He looks slow right now. He doesn't yeah, really, yeah. you know. Um, but... With Sunich and Belly, they're stable players. If you get, you know, if you then play James above them, if or if James goes, you get somebody else in there. I think you you're going to create a lot of chances within that ten position because you've got those two stable players behind that will pick the ball up and just do their their jobs, you know. And, and we were at, Rudy was asking too much of some of these players, and that's why I think they were really struggling at the time. Yeah, 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 Craig. I, I, I can echo every single sentiment that I've that I've heard. I mean, the one thing that stood out for me about Saturday was people put their foot in. So there was there was a couple of occasions where we saw some proper Birmingham City crunching tackles, which we haven't seen for for weeks. Sanderson, right in front of our own goal, had no no mercy. He was getting the ball no matter what. You mentioned Bielik, right? Bielik did he? Mm. Sunich also the same thing you know nobody was afraid to not put their foot in and the the press that came from the front line um, I think was actually being a lot generated by Hogan you know we've said how much of a good game he had but actually it was his work rate off the ball that that opened up opportunities for, for a lot of people and when he was running towards the goal mouth, you always had two defenders being attracted to him. Same for Stansfield. And that's what opened it up from Dembele with his, with his goal once he'd beaten them. The space was there because they generated it for them. And we, we've really, really missed that. Uh, we talk about the defence. I thought Buchanan, actually, he was 50-50 for me on, on Saturday. I didn't think he had the best game. Um, he, he, he made a couple of mistakes. Uh, the This was unusual for him. He was almost actually nervous, like a first game for me was what I saw yeah. from him. Um, but again, it comes down to the fact that I've only been with that manager for realistically three days of, of sitting down and actually doing stuff. And there was a difference. There was a fight, there was a passion, and there was a drive to not give in. You know, we, we didn't see heads dropped when we scored goal. We were straight away, we were back at it and, and, and up against them. And 
Yeah, I've got to agree with that comment of even looking at from Mark, you know, you go into that added time and it still looks as though we could score and it's arguably we could have won it. Mm. You know, it was yeah, yeah. it was it was mm. teeing up for me to be one of those Man City moments. Yeah. You know, two one down going into injury time and ended up going away for three two win, but we, we were unlucky not to get it. We had opportunities. The one thing I will say is we've got to be clinical. Because if we were clinical, we were we were well and truly out of the game by the time it came to half time. Uh, and you know, I'd certainly made and say if we'd have put our chances away, then then Chris would have been presented naked in the cold. The thing is, we've had we've had three pre seasons now this season, and there's only been one pre season, ain't there? And it's good mm. to pick Tony Mowbray time again now to learn about the players and get to know their strengths and weaknesses. And I just think I'm confident now that. As each week goes by and each game goes by, we'll get better and better in every game. We'll be better. I think we'll be better at Stoke than we were on on Saturday after he spent another week on the with them. But a great point came in just I noticed from Steve Portman. Um, he just said that with Dion Sanderson, he's adding extra weight on his shoulders, being the captain. Would it be better maybe to take that off his shoulders and just let him play and concentrate on his game? And I think Kevin Long could be a good captain instead, possibly. Which was yeah. what, what we think about that, Claire. Um, I think it's it's having someone who's going to be regularly in the side. I think Sanderson does like being captain. But mm. like you said, I do agree. I think at the moment he needs to concentrate on his game instead yeah. of, you know, he's not that person. Like like when Jukovic comes on, he will, you know, talk to people and tell people what to do. And I think we've long... I think he needs to concentrate on his game as well because obviously he's been out for so long as well. I don't know who you would give it to otherwise. Um, that's the problem. That And that's what I think is the problem at the moment is that we do lack leaders as such on the pitch. So there's, mm. we've had years gone by where you've gone, right, if they're not playing, then they're going to be captain. You know, like the Barry Fergusons and, you know, even like the Brian Hugheses and things like that in the middle of the park where you know that they're going to do something and you know, they can give you a tackle and things like that. So it might be an idea. It might be, I don't know, do you give it to Rudy? You know, just as a few games, because he's probably yeah. the, the next option. Or obviously, mm. if Jukovic is starting, then he would probably be it. But I do think that Sanderson does need to concentrate on what he's doing. Hopefully, I would rest Sanderson tomorrow. I would mm. say, Sanderson, you played a few games. Um, let, let's get some of the kids in. Let's get, like, Dixon. I'd have Dixon at least on the bench tomorrow. Put him on for 15 minutes. I don't expect a full-strength team at all. He's got to see everybody play Longello, you know, play some of these players, Gardner and things like that. Because he's already said Hogan's not going to play in his interview, didn't he? So, yeah. With him still experimenting the squad, though, do you not think that we might see more first-teamers like them maybe... You know, two or three, say. I think you might see four or five myself, and then it'll go with the other six, obviously, that don't play as much. I think the ones who are on the bench on Saturday will play. Yeah. So, it, you know, Burke hasn't played the last two games because Rooney hasn't been there. Um, but I'm not going to say any more about that. Um, and, you know, you've got like Anderson, for example, you've got Jukovic, I think, will start. I think there'll be a couple, but I would rest a lot of them. I think, you know, after the Christmas period and they've been 
they played a lot of games. Let's bring some of the kids in. You know, Donovan. I'd play Donovan as well because he would, didn't even make the bench at mm. the weekend. So, you know, try mm. these players out. Let's see. Get Longello back in because you might see a difference because they want to play for this manager. I think you you can see that they respect him. You can see that they have taken in three days. If that's how we're going to play, think about a week. Think about a month. Yeah, you, we're optimistic now going into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, one thing I was outraged by the weekend, and I want to send on my, you know, deepest condolences to his family, the Bolton Wanderers fan, who oh. sadly oh. in the ground. The Sun newspaper banged oh. their heads in yeah. shame. Oh, that's scum. That's scum. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting comment that was. But to put that on the newspaper as well was just mm. bang out of order. I mean, to say that, I mean, what, what, it said something like football. Football cancelled as fan falls ill or something, was it? Yeah. Football binned over ill fan or something, binned, said it. Yeah. That, that was it, yeah, that was the exact yeah. words, Mark, yeah. And I just thought that was an absolute... Dis- and I know, I, I appreciate that they probably didn't know that he'd passed away at that point, but even so, it's still... It's just... it's just I've got no words for it. It was just a disgrace, wasn't it? They are just yeah. horrendous that they even thought about putting a headline in there in the first place mm-hmm. because yep. at the point that that was published, they knew that that poor person had lost their life. And mm-hmm. you, you know, for for me, that's a fan. That, that that it's somebody that's gone to the ground to watch their team play and with their family and and not returning to their family. It doesn't matter who you are. Football's a family, and we all, you know, respect what what happens. And yeah, I agree. You know, our condolences to to that that family on the loss. Yeah, yeah it should never ever have been reported like it. And there should be there should be an apology. There should be a public apology from them for what they did. I was think so. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, they never apologise for Hillsborough. So they're not going to apologise over this, are they? Yeah. This is the problem. Is they just get more and more heated. But were, whoever's wrote that, you, you know, we all understand, and I think everybody understands that. You know, yes, football, and we all say football's life and death and whatever else. You know, we we all love football, but football's a game. And when that happens, and like Craig just said, when a supporter goes to the stadium. Um, that could be somebody's dad, granddad, you know, brother, whatever, son. Um, they don't come home. It's, it, you know, football doesn't matter. I'm sorry. You had the craziness at Reading when the fans were running on and doing the owner stuff. Well, that's a little bit different. But you're talking about somebody dying on, on the stands and all you care about is the football not being played. You know, the, uh, you think about the players on the field. I don't think they want to go out and play again after. They've just but, found out somebody died uh, in the stands. Either. So let's be smart with that. You know, and just I think they've upset a lot more people um, than they need to. And but the, but the problem is now people continue to people continue to buy and and, and newspapers and media and it, how how many years now has media ruined people's lives or or said something wrong? But mm-hmm. everybody continues to read it on a daily basis, and that's why they can still continue to do it. Mm, yeah, yeah. I've always said it's a bloody comic. Anyway, that newspaper and. I'll never forget when Mark, when Mark Vivian Foway passed away on the pitch and the picture they put on the front of the newspaper when that happened as well was outrageous. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And the so explanation, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They just don't, they just don't, they, they just, whoever's doing this just can't have a brain between their ears. It's outrageous. Yeah. Well, what sort of, like say, what sort of conscience would you, would you have? I mean, mm. I, I, I can't fathom it at all. No. I, I'd, I'd love that, I'd love that publication to go out of business to be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you said, Paul, it's just a, a comic. 
Is it still a thing anyway? Going to the new, to the paper shop and buying a newspaper. I mean, I with all the, I, with all, really I, does. I, I haven't actually picked up a newspaper now for years and years. No, I when remember. I work to the co-op, people buy them religiously on a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Really, yeah. Mr. Sports yeah. Argus. I, I miss the Argus. Oh, the Argus. Uh, the yeah. Last, yeah, last newspaper I bought was yeah. the Argus. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we well, all sadly missed twenty-five years since that published. You know, even yeah. even walking through town though and picking up the the evening mail then before it was the Birmingham yeah. mail, but picking up the yeah. evening mail from the stands there. You know, Wolfie's mom used to own the stand there by McDonald's, and you go there oh. and get your <laughs> yeah. paper. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Just, those days have gone though, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, sending all our love anyway and condolences to the guy's family that lost his life at Bolton Wanderers at the weekend, and they've always been a very welcoming club as well, haven't they? Whenever we played there, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I've been. A couple of times. Friendly, they're I've, really good. Yeah, yeah, they're there, yeah. Really good club, and I'm glad they survived. Obviously, the scare they had a couple of years ago as well. If you yeah. remember, they were um, they were in trouble at the same time oh, as Barry, wasn't it? Yeah, very was it close, Barry, right? Obviously, Barry went, but they were in trouble at the same time. Bolton got so. in trouble as well. Yeah, they're yeah. always in trouble. Bolton are. Bolton have always struggled with money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice so, little segue to the announcement today, and uh, I guess I'd just like to know the panel's thoughts and people's thoughts on the message board. The uh, Announcement that Nottingham Forest and Everton now have both been penalised over financial fair play. Um, you know, I, I think back to when we were and then how everybody at the moment has talked about we've got to go and splash the cash, we've got to do these different things, you know, we've got to buy, almost buy ourselves out of trouble. Actually, I think it just proves now that the finances don't, they don't get you out of trouble. It's actually mm-hmm. around the way your business is run and that, that income expenditure in comparison to, to what we spend so mm. you know, what are people's thoughts on, on Forest and Everton I've got to say Forest for me was inevitable I don't see yeah. how they could have brought in so many players without failing absolutely mm. Mm. Yeah. How, how can Man City still get away with it you know 115 charges they how? may not <laughs> they, they probably haven't been because they've got 115 yeah. they can't get round to doing them that's that's yeah, the problem it half a dozen and Chelsea. I think the problem is, is we were talking about this before we came on, is um, literally I was just watching Sky Sports News and they're saying that it, with all of the how it's going to go, the actual date that they will make a decision is five days after the Premier League season. Yeah. So yeah, because of where Everton and Nottingham Forest are, it's ridiculous because they're saying that there there could be teams sitting there waiting five days later, not knowing if they've stayed up or not. Mm. So this is where it's going to get, I think, a little bit messy because Everton are basically, Everton are saying that they accept it, but they will appeal. And Forrest are saying about Brennan Johnson because of mm. when it happened and things like that. And I think the word they said, mitigating circumstances. So they've already said that the lawyers will be onto that word. So yeah. I think there's a lot more coming. But you can't have Man City with 115 and then all of the clubs like us and other clubs, soon mm. as it happens, we get points deduction. So... Yeah. I think the issue I have with the financial fair play totally, though, is that, you know, football's a different game at whatever level you're at. And if you talk about the Man Cities and the Man Uniteds and, and, and people like that, then they are, we talked about this before, on a daily basis, they're bringing in thousands and thousands of pounds a day, more, 
just done just them you know media coverages um sales everything like that so all they do is they go out and buy and they make their team stronger and stronger and stronger and they just take that that the top four or five premier league teams now are head and shoulders above the rest in regards to spending money and being there in the league you get someone like us or you get someone even lower than us that um we don't bring that much money in on a daily basis but we still have to go out and buy players to keep ourselves in the, the function of what football's about right now, because that's what it is. It's a business. Um, so where is the caps? And it, there should be different caps in regards to right. If you're in the if you're one of these Premier League teams, you have so much millions you can go to. If you're a Championship team, you have so much millions you can go to. And that should be a rule that's placed for every club. You know, right. the, these three clubs that come down from the Premier League each year get a massive parachute payment. They hold on to their best players. They have forty million pounds in the bank. Why shouldn't those three teams now be the best three teams in the championship the next season? And then it just becomes a little bit like we were a couple of years ago, when you just become a yo-yo team and you're up and down because you're you're not as good as that level, but you're too good for the level below you. Mm. So until they actually put, I think, until they actually put caps on it, you know, we're gonna we're gonna continue to have issues. And people like Man City are just going to buy themselves out of it. If they can go out and spend a hundred million uh, on a player, um, and then go out again and spend another fifty or whatever else, it's 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 just taking away the whole excitement of actually what football used to be about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ray Hodro's message on on the boards. He's made a great point. Can you imagine being one of these teams that's penalised for failing financial fair play? They get relegated. But they get the parachute payments for being relegated. Yeah, the whole point is, it, you know, it's, it's like saying, "Doesn't matter. We've spent a lot. We've gone down, but doesn't matter. We're going to have the money to, to to pay that off." So, as Mark just said, you know, they become one of the strongest teams in the championship. Then it's 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 not right if if you if you fail. There should be a period of time where you cannot do anything, cannot buy yourself out of trouble. You have to go with what's there. Man City. I think have been incredibly shrewd because since they announced the, the you know the amount of charges that were being put against them, what did they do? They went out and they bought youngsters. Mm-hmm. They bought the best of the cream of the crop under a certain age because they know mm-hmm. that doesn't really get accounted for in the figures. And then all of a sudden they're going to have somebody to fall into a, a position should they lose players, and you know not be in a a situation where they, they're going to struggle. For me, the only way to stop these teams is to not just penalise them in terms of points, but is actually start really, really coming down hard. You know, people should be relegated for, because they've cheated. Yeah, they yeah. Um, so they, it, it needs to be stronger. Yeah, yeah. Steve Farrell, what does everyone think of our announcement on Friday regarding the Oakview group? I think that's massive. Oh, it's huge. I think it's huge. Mm. Absolutely huge. Massive. We're not staying at St Andrews then. That's that no sorted. That's that done. NFL games. Bring it on. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be so much they're going to bring. Um, and I think they're... When, when you read about that company, they are absolutely huge. humongous. And the deals that they have done for various different areas, mm-hmm. even if they could bring 1% of some of those deals to us, that's millions of revenue that's suddenly going to appear. So I think, yeah, it's, it's absolutely huge. I think I in think the short be... uh, Sorry, Paul. I was just going to say, I think you'd be naive, really, to think we'd be staying at St Andrews. I mean, I think that's... Yeah. It's starting to become obvious that we're going to move. 
I do think that they will do stuff in the in the short term, though, at St Andrews to improve it while we're still there. Because mm. obviously, talked about the biggest you know screens, haven't they, in front of the uh, at the top of the uh, cop? And, sorry, not cop. Sorry, the railway end and yeah, and Milton, and uh, they've talked about fan zones, haven't they, outside the main stand mm. and the cop as well. So. Yeah. There is still stuff on the agenda for St Andrews, but yeah, the longer term vision is definitely to move, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. Well, they need to make more money, don't they? They need to make the money to push forward. So with what they'll do, what they can with what they've got. But I mean, we've noticed the difference with the food and the drink, especially with the lower bits open. It's absolutely rammed in the Tilton. They've got to do yeah. something about yeah. it. You can't move anymore. Um, well, and I think you know. I think. Like tomorrow, um, £12.50, I've heard different numbers about how many people are going. They could mm. have filled that ground. You could have done a yeah. fiver and a pound, yeah. especially with the weather and everything. Yeah. They could have made yeah. a yeah. lot of money and you could have got kids interested. Um, I think that they've missed a trick really badly have this time. And I think they need to they need to relook at, especially with the, was the Swansea tickets, £32 or something like that? Yeah. 37 think, wasn't it? Yeah, 37. Like, they were, you know, mid to late 30s and you're thinking, I know that revenue is important, but I'd rather have, instead of 100 seats at 32, instead you could get 500, 600 at a fiver. You're making money. Then you go to the shop. Then you go and get drinks, especially like tomorrow, where you've got cups of tea and coffee and bovril and everything. We'll go through the roof because it's cold. Of course, yeah. You're going to yeah. make money. And I think... You know, it's making money, but seven thirty-seven pound fifty for Swansea. I mean, fair play for those who paid it, but way too just, much. You know, just all night and everything. Yeah. So, I'm sure there were seats available at the Carling Cup final, less than that, weren't there? Yeah, probably. Was, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Going back to the, going back that, to the yeah. Sorry, guys. Going back to the stadium. What, what you know? What I'd love to see. I'd love to to keep St Andrews as well, and use that maybe you know for the ladies' games or. Or yeah. whatever. So you look at these. You know, we're we're not in the scale of the the the, the big Premier League clubs, but all these um, okay. ladies now have their own stadiums to play in. They're under twenty ones and stuff. There's not, you know, I would even to use it as like a, a training facility, just so we had everything based in that centre of where we are now. Um, because you know we got to Henley and Harden to practice. We got Wastels and whatever else, but everything's all over the the, the city. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to have like a some sort of like sports village, so to speak? With your big stadium, and then you've got a smaller stadium with St Andrews, and then you've got that little bit of, you know, um, in between bit between the two. I'm, I'm talking probably a lot of money now, but it wouldn't, I wonder if that would ever be in the plans for the owners to be able to do something like. I'd refuse to say. I'd, re- I'd refuse to say village, Mark. It's got that horrible swear word in it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, right then. But I know, I know yeah, what you're yeah, saying, Mark. Great yeah. idea. Great yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, give, it, have... give it to the women, give it to the academy. Mm. And then, you know, then there's their central point and everything's 10 minutes away from each other. So it's yeah. not Man City yeah. as such, mm. but at least it's down the road. At least you're still keeping St Andrews. And I think yeah. to yeah. a lot of people, that would mean a lot. Yeah, yeah. Conscious of this point. I was going to say, talking of keeping things, there's been quite a few comments on the board. Yeah. Around the retain list. Um, and mm. contracts list that, that was in circulation uh, at the end of, of really the weekend and into into the start of this week. And it, it does make really interesting reading when you look at some of the players that are out of contract in the summer. I think we've got 17. That's the, a lot. 
you know, yeah. uh, and there's only only three of those that are loans, you know. So, what are people's thoughts around that? Those seventeen, you know, is, are there any there that you would like to retain and keep? Um, is there a balance that's to be met? I mean, I know my personal opinion is, I think our long stayers, people like Djokovic, long, they deserve an extra period of time, whether it's. 12 months, uh, you know, with an extra 12 possible extension for them both. They deserve it for what they've they've put into the club. And Djokovic, for me, is perfect. He's, he's primed at the moment to be a, a, a coach afterwards. Okay. And actually, you know, we were saying we need a striking coach. You know, mm. I actually think he could, he could do that. He could do that job. Um, but yeah, people's thoughts on those that are out of contracts at the end. Who would you keep? Who would you let go? I think for me it depends on what the budget is and what they've got to spend and what the ambition is in the summer and from what we were hearing obviously at the open house was that the ambition in the summer is huge and it? it's massive so mm-hmm. they must be bringing more money in than what we actually know of or what we think um, you know to put that to present that to us they must you know it's pretty exciting isn't it really and I, uh, something sticks with me that Tony Mowbray said last week in his first uh, interview as well was that if I was a Blues fan I'd be very excited at the moment as well so for me, so let's wait and see. Um, there's no... For me, Djokovic has been a great servant to us. He's been fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised if he did get a new contract, but I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't either. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of them, really, I think it's probably time to move on from, isn't it? Depending on who we can get to come in. And, you know, they've, they've all been good servants to us in their own right. So, even, you know, Gary Gardner, I remember Gary Gardner. If it weren't for Shay Adams, his 20-odd goals under Gary Monk that season, Gary Gardner would have won player of the season. Um, yeah. They've all done bits for us at, at different times, but, you know, it just depends on, like I said, the the the, um, the budget and what we've got to spend and, and what we can do, really, as to whether or not they'll keep some of them or not. Yeah, we're we're gonna gonna be... Be... I think that's we're right. Gonna... We've got to balance it out a little bit. We can't just say, right, we're going to lose 17 players and expect them to build a whole <laughs> new squad. No. Because it's not going to happen. Now, for me, I think the Duke is, and then we'll actually move on next year. I think it's that. I love Djokovic, and he'll always be Birmingham to me, but I think it's time for him now to to go and see something else, maybe play another year somewhere else. Um, but that's going to be... Mobe's got to be smart enough to sit there and go, right, this is what I'm looking to bring in. This is my interest. This is the squad I need to have. But at no stages can he afford to lose 17 players. No. Um He's not going to be able to do a Barry Fry and bring in 55 in the summer, you know. So we've got to be smart enough to know that we've got uh, still got a, a, a decent enough squad. The loans are okay, but we've talked about this before. You know, you you, you keep getting loans every year, and it just never become feels like a, the home to anybody. No, um, no. So yeah, coming with you, keeper, aren't we? Definitely. Yeah, well, there's three keepers out of contract, so. I think I'd keep long. Jukovic, I'd give um, coaching contract to like a year contract with coaching. I'd I'd want to buy drama. I think he's got a lot of potential. He can play across the back line. Um, And obviously, I think Jay's going to just be too far out out of reach. I think he's probably going to go somewhere else. But a lot of the others, like Nico Gordon, he can go. Burke can go back. Okay. Um, okay. I don't think he's got it. I don't think he's got it. I think he's a League One, League Two player. Yeah. And I think a lot of them 
do need to go down to that level to come back up and then you know like Amari Bell did it didn't they now look at him playing for Luton you know in the Premier League so I just think you know we've had so many years of of it being sorrows and a lot of those players have been part of it do we need to just revamp it get some young Mm. young kids and get you know some decent kids I'd have I'd keep Anderson as well I think he's a good is he out of contract? Is yeah, he only contract? had a year contract. Just one yeah. year, was it? And long, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, it'll be Sonny Chuck. So, sorry, Paul, I was going to say, Sonny Chuck gave an extension to as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's playing out. I think he's playing for a future, isn't he? He's playing for his life. Uh, blue. He needs to take wage cut, though. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's the wages that's going to be a problem with him. And I think that, like, at the start of the season, if we'd have got somebody to take his wages o- over, then we wouldn't, ke- wouldn't have had him. He was a big mm-hmm. one. Trying to get off the the wage thing, and the same with um, average as well. We can't keep paying pay average money to sit on the bench. No, no, no. Roberts as well. Alan, what do you think, mate? Is anyone jumping out at you that we should definitely keep, or are you kind of uh, easy either way, whether they stay or not? Well, uh, yes, I, I, I am. I mean, I know we all love Juki, but <laughs> I. I'd have give I I'd have, I'd have shown him the door a couple of years ago. Not because I don't like him or he can't play. It's just because he had he had value then. You know, we could get a few bob for him. He would get himself a nice three year contract instead of the whatever we were prepared to offer. Um uh but I do think it's time time for him to not be a not be a part of our, our squad. I, I I can yes, if if you can keep him as a player coach or or just a coach, yeah, fine. Um, hmm. But the, the the rest of them, I'm thinking it's a simple. I always remember Brian Clough when he said about his son, um, he's our centre forward until I find somebody who's better. And, and I think I think that's the way we should go about our business yeah. in the next three or four months. You know, if we can find somebody better than anybody, then we do it and get rid of whatever whoever it is. Now, mm. it isn't easy. I, I I think we've got a very reasonable squad, and it needs additions, not subtractions. Yes, your 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 Burks and and, and various other other people. And incidentally, I saw I saw a, a um a documentary about him. He he is the most expensive Scottish-born player. Ever, really? Wayne Burke, and he and he beat the record twice. He was sold for thirteen million to somebody, and then sold for sixteen million to somebody else. And every every club he'd been to, and there's there must be a dozen now, he's flopped everywhere. But that's another story. So you know, we don't we don't need him. Um, In fact, he's he's on loan, isn't he? Yeah. Can we end yeah, it? We can we end it now? <laughs> we'll pay him to go back to Germany. We'll pay for it, please. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, but the rest, I think we just got to suck it and see. It's, it's, mm. it's, can I get a better player than this one? Then I will. If I can't, then I'll offer him a contract. I knew it, someone it, was going to say a Scottish player that was more expensive than Burke and Tom Richardson has done just that and said Kieran Tini was 25 million to Arsenal. Uh, who was? Kieran Tini when he went yeah, to Arsenal. Alty. Yeah, that was after. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you, he broke a record. Maybe, he's, maybe, Albion. maybe he's fetched the most money combined, yeah. like with his two moves. Maybe that was what no, it was. no. He, 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 he was, he was called the Scottish Gareth uh, Bale. Was he? He was that. He was that good as a kid. They called him the yeah. new the, the Scottish Gareth Bale, and he and he I got sold that. twice. <laughs> Oh, Long before Tierney moved. Do you remember when Bale was linked with us? Do you remember the back of the Birmingham Mail? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. McLeish, yeah, yeah. McLeish linked with Spurs flop Bale. Yeah. Three million. Yeah, that's right. But if only that would have, if only you'd have come, imagine that. Imagine. I think it's been, well, so it was uh, Albion who paid 15 million for him. That's right. That's right. You've got that's it. Yeah. 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 But you've seen it. Is what, what's he on now? How many clubs has he been to? 12, 13? Something like that, yeah. Had, you know, he's had more clubs than Tiger Woods, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he tro- when he comes on, I'm not going to, you know, he does he does put effort in, but he just hasn't got got the ability when he gets into the positions, has he? Or he hasn't shown it yet if he has. Um, he's too busy on TikTok trying food. Hasn't he just <laughs> made a big announcement in regards to his social media side of things? Hasn't he sacked his agents? Who? I don't know. I read the other day that apparently he has sacked his agent because of the socials um, and actually does want to concentrate and focus on the football side of things now. Whether that was somebody just posting it for a laugh, I don't know. But what I would say is if he, ha- if he has sacked his agent and he is looking to be more football focused, then fair play to him. Yeah, unfortunately, I just don't think he was on it. He was on it last night, talking about his wedding, and he was trying some more food. So he obviously he's not doing a lot of it, is he? Anyway, carry on. I think he needs to sack if he wants to concentrate on the football huh? <laughs> anyway I wanted to do a bit of a obviously with it being the new year and I was con- conscious this might take a bit of well there might be a few debates here so I wanted to run through our best 11 of 2023 so anyone that's appeared for us in 2023 what formation are we going to play and obviously our viewers can get involved as well put on the shout box who you think should play in each position and we'll just quickly go through the team now. So the goalkeeper's obvious, isn't it? It's obviously Ruddy, isn't it? In goal. Ruddy, yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody yeah. played. It was only Every just played in goal in 2023 20, other than other than Ruddy, isn't there? And that was at Forest Green. But right back, what do we think about the right back? Let's go around the uh, let's go around the room. Chris, who's your best right back of 2023 for Blues? 2023? Yeah. So you've got, I'll throw a few options <sighs> at you. You've obviously got Maxine Coley. You've got Laird who's played for us there. You've got Drama who's played for us there. I'll probably um, I'll probably go for Laird, I think. Would you? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Al? Laird, definitely, yeah. Laird, yeah. Mark? Yeah. Mark, I'm, going for, I'm going for Colin. I think just... He, 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 I just Laird's not played enough games for me to say that right mm. now. Mm. Even though Laird's a better footballer, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, he's just not played enough games for us to to prove that spot. Yeah, a lot of people shouting drama as well. There, yeah. uh, Claire was silly asking you, any Claire really? Right <laughs> Claire's, Claire's yeah, my yeah. favourite. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. ratio is Mark, what, it's ratio. Mark Adams. I'd I'd say um I'd say Collins. To be honest, I, I love Laird. I, he's like modern day Mark Johnson. His personality and that, but I just think at the minute he hasn't played enough games. Okay, and Craig. Um, I think I'm going to go with the board actually, and the the, 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 the drama. I think he is. He is standing out at the moment, you know. He's, he's a, somebody that come in that almost you could say was second string option because Led was always going to be your first pick. But since he's come through, now it'd be very, very hard to drop him. If Led was yeah. fit, I'd, I'd still say it'd be very hard to drop him. Okay, let's go with a. So, so it's looking like drama, then, isn't it? Look, looking at the on the chat, mm-hmm. Matt. Um, mm-hmm. I would have gone coding myself personally, but just that's just based on longevity and the amount of games that he played in 2023 because I think he played more than. Drama and uh, Laird put together, didn't they? Um, and he and he was and he was Mister Consistent for us. I thought as well. I thought he was a good player for us. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's go for a centre half partnership. So um, I'll start us off with my thoughts, and I'll go for I'll go for Kevin Long and Austin Truster. Anyone disagree with me? No, I'm the same. I'm going with that. So go on, go on, Craig. Trusty and Sanderson. Yeah. Trusty and Sanderson. Trusty yeah, and Sanderson. When Sanderson was next to Trusty, he, he was immense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alan? Sanderson, Trusty, yeah. Okay. Anyone anyone any different to that? No, I'll go same. Okay. Left back, last season at left back, we had Trusty left back, didn't we, for a bit? Um, Longello. Longello. Was, was playing with wing backs. George Friend, did he play last season? George Friend had a couple of games, yeah. Played against game. Millwall, which we won. Who was yeah. the main left back last season until um Trusty. Trusty, yeah. Well they, they, they shuffled them about, didn't they? Because really and truly we hadn't got a consistent left back when they kept swapping. Even but... Colin played there sometimes, didn't they? Yeah. 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 So I'm just I, I feel like I'm forgetting someone there that, that, that that's blankly obvious, but I'm not, am I? But no. okay, so so it's got to be Buchanan then, hasn't it? Certainly has. Yeah. 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 So, so that's the back four then: Drama, Sanderson, Trusty. And, oh, sorry, uh, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Jordan Graham filled in there a few times. Jordan Graham played there mm. a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll 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 with uh, Buchanan. Buchanan. Yeah, yeah. Buchanan's the best left back I think since since Murphy to play for us, and they probably. Yeah. Uh, Okay, what what are we going for? Four, three, three. We're going one holding or two holding. We're going four, two, three, one. We're going four, two, three, one. That's what we've always done quite well with, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So holding midfielders then. Who's played holding midfield for you? Could you could go Hannibal? You could go um, obviously Beely. Dunnish didn't play last season, did he? He's only played this season. No, he was in Germany, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Beely yeah. for me. What he showed last season. Um, and also what we, we see glimpses of so far this season yeah. he, he stood out as being that player we've had um, we've had Bakuna drop out there and Jordan James drop out there as well yeah, yeah Gardner um, yeah, Gary Gardner Gary played there as well I'm just trying to think are we missing anyone else who else did we have last season uh, that was it wasn't it you've said Hollywood Young yeah. Chung Chung yeah, Chung will be in the form of more advanced, won't he? But oh, who's, the so who's the two holding then? I'll, I think Beelik and for me, Beelik and Sonic have uh, they're, they're certainly the start of this season in the first sort of I half think, dozen games. 
I think Hannibal for last season, I think he really took <clears throat> took off. And I think be- without coming here, he wouldn't be even within the Man U team. I mean, he's gone on loan, hasn't he, to Sevilla, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Alfie Chang as well, Pete Tyler, has put on the chat yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, so- Chang, yeah. When he's fit, I think he's go- he's going to be another JJ for us, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think he's going to yeah, be brilliant. Yeah. So I would go Hannibal the same as Claire, I think. I'd go Hannibal with Bellic. Yeah. A lot mm. of people agree with you, yeah. Mark, on this. Uh, I that, would go yeah. with that as well. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's Bill- start Bill- with Bill- Hannibal. I love Hannibal. I told yeah. everybody he'd be in Manchester United's first team this year, and I was right. Now they've mm. flogged him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Seville, I'd rather pay for Seville. Seville going to, you know, they're a decent yeah. team, aren't they? They're just yeah. picked to prove you're right, Al. They just Man United just give him a game to prove that you was right. That's all it was. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, anyway, left mid. What we saying? Left wing then. Left wing. Who we got? Dembele, Anderson. Last yeah. season, I'm thinking there's someone last man. season. Chong. Uh, Ali Burke. Kadra. Did we have Kadra last Kedra, season? Kadra, yeah. Yeah, Kedra. Kedra. yeah, that's a good one. He was yeah, a good player. Yeah, he's decent. Kadra was a good guy. Longello yeah. played there a bit further forward a couple of times. The, the Swansea away last season sticks in my brain when he went further oh, forward. Excellent. Class. Yeah. That him yeah. him and Trusty down the left side was just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So where are we going for left wing? Keshi Anderson's Dembele. another one you can put there. I think it's gotta be Dembella, yeah. It's gotta be Dembella, yeah. It's the ability. Yeah. Bit of, you know. Yeah. And don't forget this is just in twenty twenty three. So mm. anything that's happened obviously this month don't okay. count so don't want anyone saying Lazaridis or anything <laughs> <laughs> who are we putting in the 10 then beyond the forward Bob Latchford <laughs> Bakuna I think Bakuna needs a mention for he plays in every single position like right back like yeah. he would play he would play in goal if he could for us and I yeah. think he's you know because I think he's been one of our best signings for the last few years. He can always come up with something and I think, you know, he needs a mention because fair play yeah. gives everything. I think yeah. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have the Kuna for a few more years. I think he could you know, it's gonna we're gonna have a good chunk of service out of him. <laughs> well, yeah, put JJ into the equation after recent performances as well mm. and, and you know, he's yeah. he, he all of a sudden seems to have found his uh his goal scoring touch, but Hey, go to look at how many times did we score last season from outside of the box? And because we were always shouting shoot, never yeah. did. Now, now we he can't stop him from outside that area. So it's um, JJ's got to be in that rugby. Craig, two positive things from Wayne Rooney coming to Birmingham City Football Club. One, Jordan James. He got Jordan James going. And two, he had his photo with me. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I'm there, there you go. That's three. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's why he left. And he wasn't allowed with me, so there's four, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, what obviously it didn't work out for Wayne Rooney, but he did get Jordan James going, didn't he? He has sort of made Jordan James discover himself. But can we really pick him based on the amount of games? I mean, he only started playing for us really since October. Um, mm. you know, yeah, because he was right back after the season. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never I, think, yeah. I, think Chong, I think Chong was probably one of our better ones when he was on. Yeah. The 10 was, not Yeah, know? in the 10. In the 10. And then you got Miyoshi as well, who we haven't mentioned. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you got. I mean, for me, I think I'd agree with you, Claire. I think I'd go Bakuna personally because yeah. got goal of the season. He probably got the best goal of the year, didn't he? At, um, at Hull away. Oh, oh, one, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Claire. I'm going to say Bakuna, but what, what, what's everyone else's thoughts? Obviously, we'll go with the majority. Whoever votes the most. What position is this? The ten. This is the ten. Yeah, beyond the striker. Got to be Bakuna. You could put him right if you wanted to. But mm. I think that's his best position. If JJ did move on, then that's definitely for me who would play there. Um, but yeah, I agree with uh, uh, Warren Warren Starling there. Chong was so lightweight; he was lightweight, wasn't he? Even he was. though he, even though he had quality, he did have quality. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so we, we all agreeing on? Um, yeah, go Bakun. Bakun, yeah. yeah. And then right sided. Chung. Kadra, <laughs> <laughs> um, he played quite well. Kadra was decent, wasn't he? Tom Richardson saying that uh, Bakuna's goal at Hall was 2022. This is how fast time goes. Really? It is, yeah. It was. It was before Christmas. Was it? Oh. Okay. Yeah. It was the same right, season, then. right? But it's just. Uh... Maybe that's another debate then, the best goal of 2023. <laughs> but uh, let's finish the team first. So who's going on the right, Chung? Who else did we have? Anderson. Anderson. Um, last season. Anyone else last season? I mean, you could always say George Hall. Hall. George Hutton, yeah. Armstrong's made of glass. I'd go. I think I'd go Chong in there. I think he needs to be in there. Chong. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he gave us five million quid. I mean, he helped us, didn't he? To be to be yeah. fair with Chong, to be fair with Chong as well, he must have been doing something right to end up in the prem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then the striker through the middle. I'm bearing in mind that Scott Hogan got a hat trick at the Baggies. That was in 2023, wasn't it? Yeah. I think he did quite well in 2023, Hogan. I think people. Hogan was a... Yeah, he, he had a really good season, didn't he? Get nine. Was he highest goal scorer in nine? Ten. Yeah. Nine yeah. or ten. Yeah, I think you got, got, got Jay Stansfield, obviously, who scored on his debut. A lovely goal against Plymouth. You've got Djukovic, obviously, always Djuki, yeah. Um, mm. Them are the main three, aren't they, that we would choose from? Troy Deeney, we obviously mm. as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's wrong with Troy Deeney? He got a goal of the season last year. He didn't year do anything. Did, did, did. <laughs> <laughs> did more than Oliver Burke. He did more than Oliver Burke, didn't he? Only just. Mm. Mm. He scored a couple of goals for us. He got a good partnership going at the start of last season with Hogan, didn't he? Mm. So people will argue Stansfield, but I think that I think just for last season, I think Hogan for us um, gives us a lot more over the the whole year of 2023 than than any of the other strikers we have. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And he got double getting, figures. You know, I'm getting pulled, I'm getting pulled up here again on Hogan's hat trick, September October 2022. Tom Richardson again. I'm, I could have sworn that that was Come about on, Paul. Hannibal scored a goal against the Albion in the home game, didn't he? Which yeah. was Free in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Free kick. Oh, okay. yeah. Free kick. Well, maybe I should retire then. <laughs> yeah, I'll be getting the yellow card. Bring back Mark Adams. Uh, yeah. He was brilliant. I'm here. Uh, oh, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going for? Oh, Hogan. Got me Hogan and. 
Yeah, it looks like Hogan. Yeah, yeah. People are picking him Actually, on now. Facebook. Goal scoring is Hogan. If you base it on work rate, you've got to go with Duke. I think yeah. goals, goals win the game. So now you can work yeah. as hard as you like if you don't put the ball in the net. Was Hogan our <laughs> top goal scorer in 2023? Yeah, yeah, he was. I know, yeah. he was last yeah. I know he was last season, but did he score the most goals in the calendar year? I don't think he scored many goals anyway. <laughs> 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 You'd be really, you know, I don't even need to ask. I don't he even scored need to in ask. the first home game. Yeah, I don't, I don't even need to ask who the manager would be, do I, at the two? And then you've all, also got a captain to choose as well. But I think, obviously, obviously it's going to be Rooney, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. So you stress with who? We've had we've had Ruddy as captain last year. We've had Sanderson as captain last year. We've Long. had Duke, we've had we've had Djukovic as captain last year. I know he's not in the eleven, so he can't be in. Has Long been so. captain? Has Long been Long captain? Has it? We're going to go Sanderson. Yeah, they're going Sanderson on Facebook. Yeah, I think. Okay, okay. Mm. And that was our best eleven of twenty twenty three. Oh, well, can I say we've got to put manager in there and um, Steve Spooner? <laughs> and he didn't manage us in twenty twenty three. He managed the twenty ones, and they did better than we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So decent, decent eleven. Anyway, it's not bad, is it? I think definitely Trusty and Hannibal in this eleven now would improve us, wouldn't it? Yeah. And and Chong, do you think Chong as well? Yeah, probably those three. Do you know? I don't know about Chong, but I do. I do agree with Trusty. I think if ever there was a footballing decision that was just purely made on Premier League, that's one of them, and that's that's. He, he, he missed out on a glorious chance to continue playing football if he'd have stayed with us. Mm. Money he talks has, that, doesn't it? He has featured a bit for Luton, though, hasn't he? I know he's not starting every game, but he's coming off the bench regularly, hasn't he? And he has started a few games. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The fact but, that he was kicked up in the air at Coventry, uh, I think, was a um, part of the what reason we sold him, because I don't think... He certainly didn't show uh, the kind of pace... Uh, after he got that injury at Coventry. I know it was late in the season. Um, and probably thought, well, five million, thank you very much. You know, we gotta, we ain't sure whether he's going to be fit. We'll sell him. Uh, he hasn't He hasn't done what he... <laughs> he hasn't done for Luton what he did against them, I'll put it that way. Um, no. And he's been missing, he's been injured, and he's been in and out. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I like watching him play. It was, it was, it, you know, he, he was skillful. He was quick, and he could he could score. Uh, yeah. He was easy on the eye. Put it that way. You know, I yeah. criticise any player, can't you? But I like watching him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Craig, do you want to hit us with the uh, squad number game? Yeah. So, um, in terms of of seasons, obviously, over the past few weeks, I've I've gone back, um, but I've got on this a bit more. Should we say uh, closer to home? Uh, only sixty three. <laughs> well, just twenty twenty four. I'm glad you're just for you, Watto. Um, but no, two thousand seventeen, two thousand and eighteen season. Okay. Um, so uh, it was the season we had Harry Redknapp, Lee Carsley, Steve Cottrell, and Gary Monk across the season as as managers. Um, so I've got a couple of numbers. Uh, to see whether uh, people's memories are, are good from that time. So the first one is um, squad number fifty-five-zero. Wow. Second one. That's the that's uh, the centre young centre half. Um, Gordon. Gordon. Yes. No. 
No. Well, it's the other one then. The other young one. <laughs> 14, 49 is the other number that I want you to go for. How many played in what ones? How many what? Sorry. How many players in each squad number? Just one? Yeah, there's only one. So what I'm after is squad number 49, 50. And just to challenge you one step further, number one. The 49 was um, the young lad, that Lembala, Bez Lembala. Oh, yeah. Good knowledge, good knowledge. It was Was number 50 Stephen Gleeson? Oh, you're getting too good at this, Mr. Hipkiss. He was, nah. indeed. Was. And that ladies and that ladies and gentlemen was squad number game. <laughs> oh, no. Who Being was number one. who was number one? So it weren't Tommy Cushing goal, was it? Because that was he was uh he, he always wore twenty nine. He wasn't he weren't uh, any other three goalkeepers, he weren't Truman Stockdale at all. Cusack, he was somebody else. So it wasn't Cusack, no? It wasn't no, it wasn't Cusack. Was it camp? it wasn't camp, was it? Was that did he come in at the back end of that season? No? No, it wasn't camp. Um. Oh, I oh, know it wasn't him, was it? The tall bloke, the tall goalkeeper, the very, very tall goalkeeper. You know, oh. did he wear gloves? Yeah, that's a bloke. <laughs> you, are, you are right, actually, Chris. He was one of our taller goalkeepers. I know, I know, I know who it is. But I can't think of his name. Wasn't Jacob? Was it Zach Jacob? No, no, it's not the no, obvious, obvious one. Obvious one. Come on. Did he play? He didn't play that season, did he? I think he got. One, just one appearance. Wow! In the league, but did he? Did he play? Did he get his appearance in the early rounds of the cup, like the early part of the season? Yes. No, not Stockdale. Not Stockdale. Not Stockdale. No, because he's thirteen. He always wore thirteen. Um, no, I know, I know. It's being a C, C, isn't it? No. Connell Truman. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Connell, Connell Truman. Not Connell Truman, he was small. No, but Truman, no. Yeah. And he's 2017, goalkeeper. Yeah. Was he with us for a while? Uh, uh, um, was it, uh, what's his name? Adam Leswiski. That's correct. That is correct. Adam, Adam Leswiski, yeah. 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 And he went to Scotland, Scotland, Scotland only. Like yeah, he's in Scotland somewhere now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it, then. We, we've we got it all now, Craig. We've got it all. We have indeed. Oh, we are. Yeah, done. Yeah, finished, Mark. Oh, he's got another one? You got another oh, one? I've got one more. Just, there's just one more. Uh, number 40. That season, Robbo. Oh, I didn't see that one was too easy, weren't it? Just <laughs> <laughs> another one. Just another one. Give you one more, one more then. Okay, let's have a let's have a look. Uh, oh, I'd be harsh to give that one. Um... No, we'll be the judge of that, Craig. Thank you very much. Go on. Five. <laughs> Twenty-four. Sam Gallagher. No. Jenkinson. No. Oh, that's a tough one. Was he a tall bloke? <laughs> yeah, I give, I give my clue is he was a footballer he played the blues in 17 <laughs> was he left footed yeah that's it he was left footed wasn't he or, or right footed 
He was one of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. But he's yeah. a footballer, yeah. so arguably he should yeah. be able to play with both. Ah, yeah. He wore the number. Not all of them. He wore the number twenty-four. That's for sure. Twenty-four. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Paul Gill's got it. I reckon Liam Walsh. Correct. Uh, right. Wow. Good knowledge. Yeah. Good knowledge. Yeah. Good knowledge. Well well, good googling. <laughs> yeah, good googling. The women in the FA Cup have Leicester away, the same as the men. If we beat them, oh, yeah. What not on that? <laughs> I can't watch it. I've been trying to find it. It was on, it was on TikTok yesterday. The women, of course, well, it was. Yeah, live. Yeah, it was live. Yeah, the, bird, the bird TikTok out. No, <laughs> I, I got it on my phone. It was five minutes ago, and I managed to get it on my phone. Uh, yeah, and then he saw the penalty, which was a joke. I don't know it was at the time. Nice, nice, a nice game actually, and well played. And I, you know, it's not very often you say this, but the the Burnley goalkeeper was <laughs> absolutely immense. You know, mm, it, it, it's, some of the saves that she pulled off yesterday, you'd swear that you know she was up in the WSL and everything else. There, she was absolutely phenomenal. In fact, Stephen Gill in his blog has given the player of the match to their goalkeeper, despite the fact that that we went on to win the game. But <laughs> you know, it's another another notch. In the uh, winning belts for for Daz and the team, mm-hmm. um, so it was a good good three one results in the end. Um, I think fitness just come <coughs> through in the in the injury time and uh, the extra time that was played. Um, on, onwards now to Reading on uh, Sunday, which is then followed by a couple of home games, one in the uh, the Conti Cup and the other one in the league. So you know we, we we're onto a really good run. Um, and actually, we're, we're trying to, to get Daz and a few of the ladies to, to join us on the show because they've got a real big push now. Uh, Women's Super League is, is not unachievable. And, uh, you know, we get as many people as possible down there to back the ladies in those final five games this season um, to see, see how far we can, uh, we can actually get them to go. Um, so uh, there'll be more to come on it. But please, if you haven't read it already, have a look at Stephen's blog. He's very honest uh, in regards to how things went, uh, and they're always a good read. Right, let's go with... um, Can I just add to that, Paul, quickly? Sorry, um, the the under-21s won 5-0 today as well, and the the centre-back got a hat-trick, actually. Got a hat-trick in the first half. Centre-back got a hat-trick. Do you know who it is, Mark? What was his name? No. Laith Farney, is it? Farney. Was it like a hat trick ahead of off corners or something, or set pieces? Or I'm not sure. I just read that he'd got a hat trick. It's five five nil. They all count. They all count. Well, I'll start us off with predictions then for tomorrow night and Saturday. So I'll start with two one to Blues tomorrow after extra time, and I'll go for one nil at Stoke on Saturday to Blues. Chris, I'm going to go two nil. I'll go two nil Blues, and you know what? Oh, fancy a Sneaky 1-0 Saturday. At Stoke, yeah? yeah. Al? 2-1 at Stoke, and it'll go to penalties tomorrow. We're going to win? As long as we win. <laughs> that's a point. <laughs> I, I would suspect not, but but that's what I can... It, it, it depends, obviously, what side he puts <clears> out. But um, if we if we have a young, inexperienced side, then going to penalties won't be on a... You know, won't be very good. Mm. No, exactly, yeah. Mark Meredith? 
Yeah, I think. Well, I think actually think we'll get beat tomorrow night. I think we'll have a build up a few few changes, and so I'll go two one Hull tomorrow night, um, and then I'll take a one nil win at Stoke. Claire. Um, I'm hoping it's done before extra time because I don't want to freeze to death. But um, it's be cold. I reckon two one tomorrow, and I reckon we'll beat Stoke three one. Go on, that'll be good, Mark. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go one nil tomorrow, and I'm going to go. I think three two at Stoke. I think there'll be a few goals. So yeah, okay. great. Uh, I'm going to say two one tomorrow night to Blues, and two nil on Saturday to Blues. Mm. Okay. And the uh, the message board, uh, we've got uh, Lily Pad saying three one to Blues tomorrow, and winning two one at the weekend. Um. Warren Starling says things will lose tomorrow but we'll win 3-1 at Stoke Jim Tony saying 2-1 Blues to win at the Cup and 1-0 up at Stoke um, I mean this is a bit worrying but if Nigel Mann if this prediction comes off then it's going to be an interesting show next week because he said we're going to win 6-0 tomorrow and 6-0 at the weekend <laughs> that's going to be interesting um, Dom Kavanagh has said 2-1 tomorrow 2-1 win against Stoke uh, Paul McCarthy finally one all tomorrow and Saturday 3 0 to Blues. Okay. Can, uh, can somebody tell me which division Leicester women are in? They're in the Premier, aren't they? They are in the yeah. Women's Super League, yep. Uh, and they are where? Near the bottom? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. it might be, there might actually be bottom of the Women's Super League. So we're not out of that then by a long shot. No, no. Good, 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 good. Let's do it. No, just just going on to those, you know, the score predictions are score predictions for anybody. But I think, you know, we're certainly going into games now a lot happier and more confident that we've got this manager in. But I think, you know, yeah. as always, and we've always said this, we just, we've, as fans, we still have to stay level grounded in regards to what this season's going to be. You know, there is going to be wins, losses, and whatever else. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if you went to Stoke and got beat. You know, we've been into Stoke before and got beat. But, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing, is we can't now just think because Mowbray came through the door last week that we're going to be playoff contenders again. I think we've just got to be smart enough to keep ourselves grounded and go, you know, we take every game at a time now and, and hopefully he can push us up the table. Because I still think, you know, high, higher of the bottom half of the of the table will be where we're at at the end of the year. Um, you know, I think we'd, we won't get relegated with the manager we have in place. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we'll ha- we'll push into the top ten this year, honestly. No, no, no. no. So, and everybody, I must apologise. I stand corrected. Liv is sitting next to me, and said I was wrong with where Leicester are. Uh, they're actually eighth in the women's Super League, um, so they are above B six. Mm. Um, but then it's currently West Ham and Bristol City who are joint bottom, so they are. Uh, little bit better but I wouldn't say they were still the world's world beaters shall we say mm. how many teams if they're eight how many teams are in it I was going to say that oh it's 12 Three, no. in the women's super league 12 oh okay alright okay alright oh. so well okay well we're top we're top you know mm. we're used to winning they're not Mm. Uh, well, well, while we're while we're talking about apologies can I just apologise for the um, my uh, slight swearing at the beginning I didn't know we were on air. Sorry. No, just 
Yeah. I know. God, that's Mark Meredith last week. It's not like me, is it? Of all people, week, Chris. <laughs> we've had Watto doing it as well. Do you know, we were all terrible, terrible. Yeah. Claire's yeah. the only fifty eighth person. What have I said? We'd have to rewind a few shows. I'm not sure with you, Mark Meredith, what, we, what was worse, Village or what you said last week. <laughs> I'm going to take the ban. Also, <laughs> also, also. Remember, we had um, we, remember this, we had this meeting at the end of the show where we said, right, what we're going to do is we're not going to butt in. We're going to put that. Um, uh, we're going to put a oh, GIF yeah. up. Remember that? Who was the yeah. only person tonight, Craig, that put his uh, uh, his thumb up and never got a mention? Indeed, yeah. Oh, and he's just, oh, yeah. just saying that. Paul's you, put his hand up to speak. You all ignored uh, it, so I just shut up. To be honest, though, we. Uh, <laughs> I think we do all right anyway. Yeah, of course we do. Yeah. 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 And actually, on that point, we, we talk about shows last week, but um, hopefully we've got the listeners. But can we say hello to our Filipino listeners oh, God, who yeah. uh, are getting us climbing up the charts in the uh, with the podcast? Philippines. What's so, going uh, on hello to, uh, to everybody out in the Philippines that does listen to us. We know secretly it's it's all because of Mark Adams. Of so, course, yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we're getting rid of him, yeah. so we mm-hmm. might see a drop. But you know, yeah. No, no. Let's not be hasty. No, I think you I think, know, I think Lady Boys are in Thailand. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, There's an no. edit for the show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you watch. You watch the um, the figures go up now in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think we're well equipped now for the rest of the season with what what we've got there. I, I don't, I've got no relegation concerns whatsoever with the squad and manager we've got now. And no, no. I think this season now is just, uh, you know, let's uh, stabilise and and try and finish as high as we can. Um, and hopefully, if we can get a couple of quality players in in this window, you know, to 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 sort of upgrade us in a couple of positions, then you never know. Mm. This league, this league's just mad, isn't it? You know, you get three I or four agree. weeks on the trot, and suddenly you're up there, aren't you? But yeah. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that. It's it's just crazy, and it's stranger things have happened. I'll say that. Yeah, mind you, if we to be honest, Paul, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd love a cup run as well. If we can scrape yeah. past, you know, tomorrow night. I mean, Leicester. All right, it's going to be tough going to Leicester, but mm. it's, they're not round Madrid. You know what I mean? It's like, well, why not going to cup run? Mm. Yeah, Leicester's focus is the league. You know, I'm not going to say they'll put out a totally weakened side in the in the next round of the cup, but. If we are lucky to get there, I think we can. We well, we showed it at home. We can, we can push them. So why not? You know, I agree. Yeah. Matt. Let's, let's have a bit of fun. Yeah, I'd love a couple. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. who, who was it recently <laughs> that was requesting that they turn the sound up in St Andrews? Because if he succeeded, I'm, I've got a bone to pick with him because I can't hear myself think anymore. Quarterly. I that couldn't was... hear myself think. Where's that, Al? We can hear stand? anything. The main stand, yeah. Level with the penalty area, I am. Mm. Oh, yeah. And it was deafening. And and <laughs> what made it worse, it was the bloody music was... Sorry, mate. It's done it again. again. The, the music was shocking. Yeah. I can, use the word shocking. I can hear it from my house. <laughs> I thought the music was good. It's just that half time and when the subs were going, we've got no idea what's going on in the yeah, Tilton. Yeah. So it's it literally just it's from well, put it up on the board for you. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even need the board. <laughs> to be honest, I love it when the, I love it 
I love it when the flames go up you can really feel it. It's nice and warm. Sing your nose here. Yeah. Must be cold behind those concrete walls, Mark. <laughs> uh Paul Gill says, uh, maybe talk and talk means something else in Filipino. <laughs> um so going to the question Paul asks probably every week is the excitement levels on the field now. I think mine certainly rose before Saturday's game to about an eight. Um, is everybody in agreement with that, or was there any yes, difference? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Right. Off the field, you mean? Well, actually, going off the field, obviously, it was always uh, you know was, yeah. yeah. But even on the field, my my, my thing rose as well. After one no. game. After one game. <laughs> There's a lot of people saying that perhaps it's actually because we were called Titan Talk last week. <laughs> yeah, that's we right. the league. I know, yeah. <laughs> Titan Talk, yeah. Ray Hobro's made a good point there. Shout out to Sven Yor and Ericsson. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really sad news that he's and uh, yeah, that's awful. yeah, obviously he was England manager when he from two thousand and one to two thousand and six, was it two thousand and seven, mm. and uh, that golden generation of players that we had under Sven, and it's a shame mm. he didn't really do anything, wasn't it? But uh, mm. yeah, he was a good manager though. He did get us. He had the five one against the Germans, didn't he? Away, and uh, yeah. we beat Argentina one 0 as well with Beckham's penalty in the World Cup, didn't we? And uh, mm. you know, he had a few good moments as England manager, didn't he? So uh, let's hope yeah. that mm. some people they go longer don't know than what's expected so hopefully that you can do that yeah I hope Liverpool managed to let him like be on the um, in the dugout or something because that was his dream wasn't it so I'm hoping that you know he can sit behind them and we've just had somebody say Lily Pad happy birthday for tomorrow just going to do that well done oh yeah well done happy birthday well done yeah, yeah. Who t- who's Lily Pad's birthday tomorrow yep yeah. Yeah. she's a bit poorly she's a bit poorly at the moment so we'll get well soon yeah Okay, well, soon, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, off off the field, I'm still an eight, like I always have been. Um, on the field, I'd say I've now gone up to a, a 6.5, between a 6.5 and 7, but that's just based on, you know, I'm hoping, like Tommy Mooney said last week, I'm hoping that, you know, um, Tony Mowbray's going to be what what, he th- what we think he's going to be. But obviously, he's gotta, we've got to do it, haven't we, to get it up to above seven. But I'm, yeah. pos- I'm more positive now about it, though. Chris, what about you? Well, mine was a one last week. Yeah, I'm probably up to an eight as well, uh, Paul. Yeah. Can I can I ask a really quick question? No. Who said that? And it's it's not our babies are made. But, uh, <laughs> do you think we will keep Jordan James? So he has been over to the Philippines. Yep. Jordan sorry. James. Um, yeah, do you think we'll keep him? Or do you I think, think he, he wants to leave. I generally I think he wants to leave, and I think. I, I don't know what his celebration was. It was like it was a bit strange, wasn't so it? Yeah. Was, is that I don't know what's going on? Is that I don't know whether I'm staying? Because normally you'd do this if you're staying, yeah. and then also it was Adams. like this, and I was like, "Why is he doing a cranker for?" I don't know. Yeah, you, Stay Adams, <laughs> yeah. Adams did that, Claire, and I think he was gone about two weeks later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did that as well. Was saying, was why full. was I not in the team today? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. I think it was more of why wasn't I in the team? Yeah, yeah. Bakuna so. did the same thing, but Bakuna looked towards the the bench. If you watched him, mm. um, but I'm, ben, I'm, I'm listen, we ben talked Bella. about it. was mm. it there? Maybe what? Yeah. Who knows? 
But I'm with. We talked about it in length after the the weekend. I'm an, I'm under the impression that if we get six to eight million for him, then he'll go, and Mowbray will use that money to bring in two, maybe three players that will strengthen the group. Honestly. Oh, mm. Mr. Meredith, hold on a second. We've got a hand up. Oh, for God's sake. Well done. That's Chris Browns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a question for Alan, actually. Um, Alan, uh, <coughs> can you remember the Blues theme tune when the players were coming out and warming up in the 70s? I remember it. I just don't know who made the song, said Alan Tovey. Do you remember? Um, I remember the Bean one. Mm. Sure, what do you want to no. <laughs> Sing the song, Alan. will tell you. I can't remember what it was. Abba? No. <laughs> it, it, was, it was Mr. Mr. Blue Skies, wasn't it? In the seventies? I, I don't know. Not your man, Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I really can't remember. Ah, that's a good because shout. The, the thing was when the players ran out in nineteen seventies. The cheering was so loud, you couldn't hear it in couldn't anyway. Hear it. No, I couldn't remember any 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 theme tune, I think. Uh, did, Gary Marshall says popcorn. Do you remember popcorn? Oh, pop music. an hour ago. What did we come out to before the Tampra? Mr. Blue Scott. We've had the Tampra since about 98, haven't we, when Trevor was here? Yeah. We didn't play keyboard on the weekend. No, that was disappointing uh, as well. Cause that yeah, was really, I felt really the atmosphere was wasn't great. I know that when we scored, it was brilliant, and at the end, but I felt it was a bit. There wasn't much singing. I know at the top of the tilt, and we were having a go, but I felt it was quite. Everyone was a bit on edge. I don't know. I don't mm. know what happened. It might have but... been to do with the minutes of pause for Arthur, but Arthur. then to me. Actually, I'd have much preferred to have gone a mini applause and then cracked into yeah. to keep right on yeah. afterwards. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Funky, uh, a few people are saying funky moped, Alan and Chris. Do you remember that? <laughs> that ring any bell? Uh, yeah, I don't think not, we ever came out to it. Yeah, I know no, the song, yeah. No, no, no. no. Well, well, the Tempera was the, the oldest one I can remember is the Tempera, and I don't, I don't know whether that was the 70s. Because the 80s, it was, you know, we only had crowds of about 6,000, and then. Mm. <laughs> yeah, back, back then, what was the Robin reliant at the side of the pitch? Was that the ambulance? No, they weren't. They weren't reliant Robins. They were. Um, no. They were disabled cars. Yeah, the little blue disabled cars. Yeah. cars. Yeah. Oh, were they? Yeah, disabled. Yeah. Yeah. Three wheeler Robin like, I thought it was a Robin, like a line blue. Yeah, no, no. watching the game. Yeah, no, no, they were disabled cars, and they were actually pushed in because they couldn't. They couldn't. Uh, they couldn't get through the. Um, the entrance properly, so that to be pushed and manoeuvred in. But uh, yeah, remember them. Okay, so there weren't actually there weren't actually cars there. There were mo okay, there were motability cars. Yeah, yeah, there were motability yeah. cars. Yeah. So, like, yeah. so I remember seeing them, seeing them, but I never knew what they were. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. either. So. They used to drive. They used to drive them with a stick. That's it. Yeah. Rather than a steering wheel. Right, hands up. Oh, I was only going to say. We've we've gone we've gone over time. It's one minute. Oh, past for God's eight. sake! Come on, Paul. Oh, come Isn't on, it? Paul. Phil and Ollie. Phil and Ollie. Barbie and Burton playing on the Everyone was talking about mobility skills. We got into Fergie time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
this has been the Tilton Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks uh, for watching yet again this week. And uh, it's good night from me. I'm Paul Hipkiss, and good night from me. And it's good night from Mark Meredith. Good night from me, and it's good night from no friends. That'd be me then. It's good night <laughs> from me. It's good night from uh, Claire. Good night from me. See you tomorrow on Saturday. It's good night from Craig. And it's uh, good night from me, and it's good night from the chairman. Good night from me, and a good night from uh, Mrs. Brown. Uh, it's good night from me, and it's good night from Mark Meredith. I already said good night, but thank you so much. Good night. I want you to say it again. <laughs> good night. He just wants you to say good night to no friends again. That's what it is. Yeah, John <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Thank you, everybody. Hey, everybody. Right yeah. No swearing. Can I just say thank you to everybody on Facebook and YouTube? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.